Welcome everyone to Four Eyes, the podcast series that gives you a clear view into the optometry world across Canada and the US. Today, we are not doing our traditional podcast episodes. If you guys have been following us for a long time, you do know that every once in a while we have our Q&A during happy hour. So we all have our drinks ready to go. What are you guys drinking? Rum and Coke. Ooh, getting started. (laughs) I got White Claw, mango flavor. (laughs) I have whiskey and Limka. So for anyone who doesn't know what Limka is, it's like an Indian soda. Yeah, it's an Indian soda. Um, Kind of like Sprite. Yeah, Yeah, kind of like Sprite. So I have that. And I have a ginger beer. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we asked everyone on Instagram to submit any questions. And this is, we're going to give a disclaimer right here. This is not our professional selves. This is probably going to be a little bit of our drunk selves. And um, we're not going to teach you anything today. So we're not going to learn. We're not going to learn shit. We're just going to drink, have fun, and get to know each other a little bit more. Um, So thank you again for everyone who did submit questions. We do have a list of them here. And we'll try to get through as much as we can. I feel like we always go off topic, so we'll see. Um, And I guess we'll just jump right into it. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the first one that we got was, what was your journey like through optometry school at ICO? I feel like each answer will take like a full hour. So I guess we were all at ICO, right? So like, and well, um, you know, we were all really close friends through all of first and fourth year. Well, yeah, we weren't all together in fourth year. year. Yeah. I feel like Brad came in a little bit later. I came towards half of first year. Yeah. First half. So we had to like, we had to decide if we wanted Rav. So we tested her (laughs) out for like three events. And then Deepon came to me one day and she's like, I really like Rav. I think we should invite her out more. But no, but me and Amrit did meet Rav in during orientation. I love this. (laughs) (laughs) That was. Tell everyone. Okay. We should do it. Um, Oh yeah. So we were in orientation, right? Me and Amrit already met. So we were in orientation together and it was a Canadian orientation because I was wondering why Alex and our other friends weren't there, but it was a Canadian orientation. So me and Amrit sat together, I think near the front of the room. And then I guess Rav sat with whichever friends she had at the back of the room. (laughs) And I think it was like a Q and A or they did some sort of presentation about how um, Canadians can pay off like their loans or something like that, or I don't know how they're paying for tuition at a U.S. institution. And they opened up the end of the presentation for like a Q&A. And I think, <laughs> I think Rav was like, uh, but then uh, someone else started speaking or something. And they just cut her off. And then they just went with the other person that was talking, even though she started speaking. <laughs> and literally, Amr and I, like died of laughter. We were we like felt so bad for her because they didn't even not go bad back enough to, to say something. They yeah, didn't even ahead. like 
they didn't even go back to her. That was the thing. It's like, you know, when you like miss a question and then you feel bad and you're like, okay, we'll get back to you. No, they, they didn't acknowledge her. They literally shut her down in like half a second and we died. We were like, and we were the only two that were laughing about it. And like, we didn't even talk about it before. We just instantly started laughing and we had to like contain our laughter. Like I had to like Mm. bend over and put my hand over my mouth because I was like, Oh my god! And we we'd average just looked at <laughs> it. It was so awkward. Like, girl, what happened to this girl? So yeah. So that's yeah. how of my life. Around. This is what happens when I'm too quiet, man. I yeah, wish I had a loud mouth. That was our first impression of Rav. But then you know, as the year went on, in first year, we finally discovered who she was. Like in the second half of first year, we had no <laughs> idea who she was. ICO is a very big class, so. I feel like our experience at ICO is definitely um, a lot different than probably some of the smaller schools that have yeah. like, you know, 50, 60 kids. We started with like 180, 186 yeah, or something 186. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a really big class size. And so, I mean, you can imagine how quickly people can get into little groups or like little cliques. So of course, uh, Deepon and I, we lived in the dorms um, that ICO offers. So obviously we got very close to each other before we met and got close with Alex and Rav. But then, yeah, as first year went on, we started to finally get to see other people in like labs. And we're like, oh, who's this person? They've been here since August. <laughs> what did, you guys were called the commuters. The outsiders. The or commuters. The commuters. commuters. We were yes. commuters. Everyone was so- separated. I know that's so weird when I think about it because I remember like our first year we would be like oh that's a that person lives in the dorm or yeah that person's a commuter and they're like oh where do they live kind of segregated like that yeah it was already like segregated kind of from the beginning a little bit yeah that was our um first year I mean first year is when our friendship evolved and then I guess second year was just a lot of studying, hanging out, laughing. I think Rav and I were roommates, so we lived together. And then we, you know, hosted a lot of like um, gatherings, like for friends. We all had like surprise birthday parties for each other. It was just like one big family. So definitely like after school, all I remember is just laughs, like us just having such a good time, releasing all the stress from like optometry (laughs) school. And never and, actually studying. I remember I would go to the library <laughs> and then I would see somebody and I'd be like, oh, I'll just talk to them for like five minutes. Yeah. Five hours later, I'm like, oh, I didn't get anything done today. I just yeah. literally talked to this person for five hours. And <laughs> then I stay up till 3 a.m. studying or 4 a.m. studying. Yeah. And that's hard because our, our class size, again, it was just so big. So you can't escape anyone like there's no place for you to be where you're just isolated so that you can like study and focus or like get something done or those commuters would just study at home you know (laughs) or downtown or downtown (laughs) (laughs) i do remember i think it was second year that's when we started doing posterior pole stuff right we dilated and yeah was it second year yeah it was second year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i tell people all this all the time i was like I would dilate for about 12 hours. My friend Deepon would dilate for about two. We wouldn't even get through practicing and Deepon would have to get another drop. Yet I have dilated for 12 hours. It's like, that is the difference between blue eyes and brown eyes. Yeah, you dilated for so long, I remember. I was like, we only do it on Fridays, Friday nights. You guys don't understand how close we all were because like if one of us had to practice for 
like a clinical practical. So like to practice our skills, sometimes we would tell each other at like midnight, like, Hey, I need you to come to lab with me right now. And, and we that, would do it. That, that was a deal breaker. You have a good friend. That was a deal breaker for friendships for me. Like if yes. I, <laughs> you were not a reliable lab person, I would forever hold on to that grudge until like, <laughs> I remember every you would. Be, I don't know. I was just like, I would tell everyone, I'd be like, this is a, you know, deal breaker for me for friendships. I can't trust this person. <laughs> yeah. Like don't I, flake on deep on don't no. like she'll, she'll I be there for you up. at 3am. She will. I would. But if you need to be there for her at 3am, you better get there at 2:50 <laughs> and be ready. If be you're ready there at 305, she's going to open the door and be like, we are not talking anymore. <laughs> and then so like I Friday guess night, yeah. third year, third year was a, was a, a rocky year. I think we started, um, our retina course at ICO is the biggest, most daunting course, I think compared to like all other courses, especially because I think the classes above us really hype it up as well. And they say it's like one of the most difficult courses with a lot of heavy material and that's how third year starts. So like the vibe changed completely from like all of us enjoying our life in second year. And then third year started with no summer break. So we just yep. start right away in the summer studying in the summer our in retina Chicago. course in yeah. Chicago where there's Demanding so much course. to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was so um, humid. I was dying. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was really, uh, I, th- they, I think they changed it now to two courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they separated it now. Right? Yeah. yeah. When we it's, were there, it was only one. And ev- it was just so, so much material, so much information. And I think a lot of people just felt like, why, I don't know, why do it in the summer? Like, no one really enjoyed their summer in Chicago. Yeah. Like, Chicago was one of the best, or the summer is one of the best times to enjoy. Chicago, I think Rav really struggled in the summer because Rav is definitely a person who needs like sunshine. Like she loves sitting outside oh, and like, oh we God. still live together. Yeah. So when we would study for retina, Rav would be like, I need to go outside. And we lived in this like retirement building <laughs> sort of an apartment. We would just sit on like the dirty, like gray steps in the back of the yeah. building in the alleyway just to get <laughs> some sun. But we would still ask each other, exam questions Questions. like we'd still be practicing but we would take our flashcards yeah we would take our flashcards and then um and then one time we even did like a little picnic thing yeah we did yeah we took our bed sheet we like laid it on the lawn and we took our retina notes i think that's the hardest thing about retina yeah it's so that was so nice outside I felt like right when what? retina was over, it's like the for courses, right? Yeah, came oh. like your boards. Well, yeah, right? we took yeah. boards at third year. Oh, yeah, I suppressed God. that memory completely. Of studying as for as retina retina started over. like in the summer. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everyone to when I started. Shit, man. I, I was I mean, boards <laughs> happened, and we don't want to think. Or about it's it going to be happening next month. So yes. good luck to everyone. No, I mean to us, but yes, good luck. Canadian boards was delayed till September. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, delayed that till September, but I'm not really sure what's happening. If people are just waiting to work or if they're um, being supervised by another optometrist, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. For anyone that's actually watching our podcast right now on IGTV, write in the comments, like, um, what are you guys doing right now? If you're not licensed and if you're not able to take any board exams, but now you've graduated. So are you guys working? Do you have to get signed off like from attending OD or can you just work and maybe apply for the license later? 
that would be really interesting to know what they're doing about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much our ICO experience. Just a hot mess, <laughs> like how we explained it. Just a lot of laughs. And yeah. I'm glad like it was pretty much the four of us all four years. So um, it was just really good to have a close circle of friends to get, to get us through. Um, so next question was, what basically what type of astigmatism do you guys have <laughs> so uh, i guess i can first answer i had lasik done so mine pretty <laughs> much changes all the time daily she got the scissor reflexes you yeah oh, yeah <laughs> i remember the first time me and uh deepa tried to do ret on her and then we're like yo <laughs> like, what's happening i'm like oh it's already neutral i think i don't know <laughs> And I was trying to be a really good, I was trying to be a really good friend because I was like, yeah, like I'll sit, I'll sit for you as a patient. You can practice on me. And then deep on would be like, I'm just going to fail if I use you because you scissor. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What what type of astigmatism do you guys have? I only have a, like a half a diopter of with the rule astigmatism in my left eye. That's it. I don't even have astigmatism. I'm like point. I, think I know we've talked about Rav so many times. She's like, <laughs> she's a, yeah, she's a new myope, a minus a quarter. <laughs> yeah. He's struggling in life. Everyone, please <laughs> donate to the Rav has become a myope fund. You can, <laughs> you can find it on GoFundMe. Classes, please. We yeah. don't take Rav seriously here. <laughs> I know, man. I do. I know. Yeah, I know. You're I need to have a GoFundMe or take Rav seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you like it reminds me of like those patients that come in with their like half a diopter of myopia and they're like, yeah. I cannot see without <laughs> my glasses. Like driving is a mess. Those right. are engineers. I know. Those no. are like those <laughs> they're like personalities. But it's yeah. because they're so used to 20-20 vision all the time that yeah. when a little bit blurs up, mm-hmm. where for me, it's like, oh, I could kind of see that person's face. I'm good to go, I think. Like, <laughs> remember my 20-40 glasses? I'd be like, you guys would Or be like, you a hyperope at 36. Yeah. They, that, mm, that's bad. That's, they're annoying too. <laughs> they're, they're my yeah. annoying patient. Yeah, Alex, but, what type just, of astigmatism do you have? Oh, well, I can tell you, minus 75, axis 23 in my right eye, and minus 75, <laughs> axis 160, my other eye. So you guys can tell Alex is a little type A, right? Because she had to a give us bit. all the details. <laughs> I found it <laughs> on my phone. That is so minuscule compared to your sphere value. Like oh, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I feel like you wouldn't even notice if that astigmatism was even no. there or not. What do you wear? Um, minus... 850 and minus eight. What contacts do you wear? Um, well, I have been wearing the daily total ones for a really long time, but then the new contact lens company that came out, Iris, just started oh. releasing contact lenses in my prescription. So they initially released, I think it was minus one to minus four. And I had a couple of patients try them out and I had some good re- reviews from them, but I didn't have my powers in yet just cause they weren't releasing them. So recently they sent them out and I tried them out and they are as good as the daily total ones. Dang. And, yeah. No which is a big thing those I, for you. Yeah. Cause I love daily total ones. Yeah, but you do. They, <laughs> I do like, that's the only thing I've worn basically the last five years, I think. 
and I tried the iris ones and they're as good and the price point is a lot less for the patient. Oh yeah, the Daily Tool nice. ones are There's, pretty expensive. Yeah, I think it's around eight hundred to nine hundred dollars US dollars for a year supply of the daily total ones. For the iris, it's under five hundred for your supply. Oh wow. yeah, that's it's a big like, difference. Yeah. It's almost half. Yeah. What's what's the lens? What what's the plastic of the lens? Or do you know that? Not off the top of my head, I do not. Mm. I'm gonna be like person. Alex. What's the decay value? What's the yeah, decay value? Is it five hundred? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I will find it. Oh well. The next question that we got was, "Are you a morning or a night person?" Who wants to answer? I know Rav's answer. Who else person. wants to answer first? Oh, man. sorry, Alex. What? Night person. Definitely. I, down. I think I changed mine now. I'm a morning person for sure you now. You're getting yeah. older now. You would what be a night doing? person. You'd be a night person at ICO. I was You'd be a night up to like 6 a.m. Yeah. At ICO. Yeah. yeah. I, I was a night person at ICO. And then now I can't even fathom staying past or fathom <laughs> the idea of staying past um, 11. I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm going to get sick. <laughs> so I'm getting the shivers at 11. Yeah. yeah. So and bones then I wake start up, hurting. Yeah. No, seriously. Then I wake up pretty early and it's not even mm-hmm. on weekends or like when I have my days off, I can't sleep in anymore. I'll still wake yeah. up. I mean, I'm definitely a morning person. I wake up, I wake up to the sunlight though. So in the summers I'm waking up at like six. I, I don't think I can sleep past like 1030. But that's just been me. I've always been a morning person, like since yeah. I was. I know. Remember when we oh. all, you, me, and Alex mm-hmm. all lived together, and Abbott would be up at like five a.m. studying for boards, and me and Alex <laughs> would be like, hear the shuffling around the kitchen, like you making your <laughs> breakfast, and I would look at my phone, and I'm like, it is five or like six thirty <laughs> in yeah. the morning. Oh my god. Yeah. But now I can like get up at that. Now time. you get it. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm the type that pushes my uh, reset on my alarm about ten times. In oh the my morning, god! <laughs> no matter I know, what. Alex, I feel like I remember one morning. I think Amrit was in clinic when we were all living together. I like woke up. I don't even know eight. I went for like a morning run. I made my breakfast. I studied, and Alex <laughs> still wasn't up. And I was like, holy, half my day is done. And Alex yeah. hasn't even started. And then yeah, I get you, Alex. I get you. Right, Rab? Yeah, Rab. What are you? Four p.m. If you could, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't. There's a person. I did on the weekend. I don't think I woke up before one p.m. No, like <laughs> yeah, oh no. Deepan's right. If Rav had the option to wake up at four p.m. every day, yeah. she would. But she'd still probably sleep at like twelve p.m. <laughs> like she don't don't yeah. think that she's just getting that eight hour cycle of sleep. No, no, no. She'll yeah. sleep for like 15 hours and then she'll be awake for like a quarter of the day. Yeah. I think every class I was that one person that would walk in late. <laughs> Even if it's like a 1 p.m. class, I would be the yeah. one person like walking in late. Literally, because you got up like 20 minutes ago and yeah. I was like having lunch, <laughs> like studied or whatever. And that was, that was terrible too because we sat, all, the, right all four the of us sat in the second row or like third row from the front of the class. So, so this is the and- other thing with ICO. All of us picked our seats in first year and- And never no changed. Changed. At least 
the first rows or the middle rows, I'm sure people changed things up in the back rows, but yeah, no one changed anything for like three years before we left for rotation. Yeah. It was crazy. And people would be like, that's my seat. Like the, yeah. the next people, the first day up. of school, yeah. people would wake up yeah. at like five in the morning and, and put their backpacks down. I mean, that was us. We had to save <laughs> seats for like 10 people. That was us. <laughs> like, I terrible. Asking, like, I put all my stuff, book bags, jacket, pencil case, yogurt cup, all on one chair so that no one like, takes- <laughs> We would take the whole row and people would be like, oh, I guess this row's taken. And all of us would like file in going like, yep, this row's taken. Yeah. <laughs> And then Rab would be the one person that wouldn't show up and be like, oh, crap. Yeah, (laughs) now we look like assholes for taking all the seats and Rab didn't show up. Thanks a lot, Rab. And then Alex would carry around her um, 100-pound suitcase. Yeah. It was a big backpack. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I literally, like, move that around, knocking over, punching out everyone else in in the area of this backpack. Yeah, that's why I was always on the end. I always demanded the end seat. (laughs) You guys don't understand. Alex is like, go big or go home. So Alex drove to ICO every day in this like humongous truck for one human being. in Alaska would be a very small truck. We're not in Alaska, okay? We're in (laughs) Chicago downtown on these tiny skinny roads. You have Alex's humongous truck going to ICO every day. And then her backpack was like she was going to hunt for three weeks and it weighed like a hundred pounds and she would bring that to school every single day what was the other thing about her car her car was so big we would go out for dinner it would take her like 45 minutes to find parking because there was like no space um so the next question is what are you currently watching on netflix or i guess any like tv <laughs> streaming Situation. Married at First Sight. <laughs> Wait, what show is yeah. that? It's on uh, Netflix, I think. It's on. Yeah, I think, I think it it's is. on Netflix. So it's people that literally get married at first sight. They have these, this panel that like takes all these single people and pairs them together. Oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. this like I Love think, Is Blind? It's kind of. I feel it's like kind of like that. Same. Yeah. Things yeah. is trending on my, or what's popular on Netflix. I always yeah. check those lists and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. I think only season, it's like a really high season that's on Netflix. I haven't seen the ones before that. I just started that oh. one. Mm. So, okay. So right now I'm watching, so as my casual show, <laughs> I'm watching Big Mouth on Netflix. Oh yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. I think that's a really great show. Um, for people who haven't heard about it, it's basically an animated show about these, it's, it's for adults too. Um, yeah. It's basically about these kids going through puberty and <laughs> their experiences from it. They're really hilarious experiences from it. So it's really, really good. raw. It's a really, it's raw really raw. Show. Like it's not for yeah. children. It's for adults, but it's yeah. hilarious. What's the, oh, um, my serious show that I watch. I've seen the whole series before, but I love it so much. I'm watching it again is The Wire. So, oh yeah. Um it's a show about the uh policing system. It is literally one of the best shows I have ever seen in my entire life and I love it. So, this is my second round going yeah. through it. And um Idris Elba is one of the main characters on it. And then that's basically what mm. I'm watching right now. The currents. The currents, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What about you, Rav? 
Um, I'm actually watching Scrubs. Ooh. Oh, oh. Scrubs. Yeah, I've seen. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I remember yeah. I, I used to watch it when it was um, on TV. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how long ago that was, but um, yeah, I've yeah. seen bits and pieces of it before, but now I'm like watching it from like that has like yeah. ten or twelve seasons or something, right? It's, I think they're ten. I'm on season six right now. I think I know 12, ten. It changes a lot, like the they get rid of certain characters and bring on so many new ones, isn't it? Mm-hmm. For the later seasons. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool, cool. Yeah. What did I Amber? just watch? I so I finished the politician on Netflix, which I really liked. What it, you told me about that like a week ago? I thought. Yeah, there's well, there's <laughs> only there's time. only. Well, I'm I. If anyone that doesn't know, while we're recording this, I am enjoying fun employment right now, so I have lots of free time every day. And yes, I'm still waking up at 6 a.m. on fun employment, so (laughs) I'm still a productive person. That um, sounds horrible. Only two seasons. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's this kid who's basically um, a child of like a billionaire, and he goes to this really um, high high end preppy you know high school, and he. I don't know why, but he was born and just grew up really wanting to be a politician. Like he is dead set on becoming the president of the United States, no matter what gets in his way. So that's obviously the whole point of the show is obviously there's going to be lots of obstacles that come in his way. And because he has a lot of money, he can use his money to pretty much get what he wants. And so it's really interesting because I feel like it kind of portrays what really happens in politics, like, you know, behind the scenes with all the like money and the business involved. But it's just so interesting that like it's happening to like 20 year olds. Um, he basically so ends in, up. They're in college, they're in right? I thought they were like, they're in high school. Yeah. So it, it evolves. What are these 20 year olds so- doing in high school? Well, no, it starts in high school in oh, okay. the first season. <laughs> like, first season. So far, the campaign is not going very well. <laughs> Deepon will not vote for the president. <laughs> but um, in the first season, they show how he struggles to become class president of the oh, high school. Oh, I see. Okay. And I won't say if he succeeds or fails. Um, but then in second season, he basically ends up in New York. And this is after they've all finished or are currently in college. So it's, it's a funny show. It's a really good show. I love that one. And then I am, I'm starting to watch Shit's Creek. So I've never mm-hmm. seen it, but it's yeah, pretty good so far. Yeah. It's not like drop dead hilarious, but it's a good like it's a good family laugh. Like it's not dirty. You should also not... watch or I don't know if you've seen it, but Kim's Convenience is also No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I think you'd really like these are Canadian yeah. shows, by the way. Shits Creek. Yeah. Um, and Kim Convenience. What's That's your guy what's on your wish list for shows you want to watch later? I usually ask you, Deepon, what I yeah, should watch Yeah, honestly, next, I, I ask Deepon all the time what to watch because she's very into pop culture. So she knows yeah. all the actors, actresses. She knows what's good, what's not. You she guys should watch. I know, I'm like, I'm like going through all the shows. Um, I also just started watching Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Is that I, yeah, I've been watching those. Those are yeah. good. I don't yeah. know. And then I don't know what – oh, you guys have to watch um, – uh life in pieces like i can't it's I so funny you guys have to start that all of you guys would like it comment Great. below if you guys whoever's seen life in pieces it's such a good underrated show it was canceled after like four seasons i think but it's so funny it's wait, wait where show? is it on netflix yeah it's on netflix oh okay okay oh no i haven't seen that 
It's so good. I'll add that to my fun employment list. Next question. What's one thing you learned during quarantine? I can adapt to a very lazy lifestyle quite easily. (laughs) (laughs) I can second that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. At first when quarantine started, I was like upset about, you know, not being able to go into work every day. But then after a few weeks, I was like, Oh, I'm really enjoying this lifestyle. Yeah. And then, then work started up again. And remember me, me, you, what, uh, Rav, you and I were like, oh, cause Alex has been working this entire time. <laughs> yeah. Alex yeah. did not Alex get a quarantine. Got a break. Yeah. Yeah. Peter really got a break. But me and Rav are just basically like, we don't yeah. really want to go back right now. We could, you know, be off for another eight weeks. It was so. definitely hard going back after you had like two months off and like, you know, waking up whenever. I think for me, it became like, um, it took me like a couple of, like a few weeks to figure out like what my hobbies were going to be like to make up time for the quarantine. And I feel like this might've happened to a lot of people where, yeah, first week everyone panicked because everyone was like, what am I going to do at home for 24 hours every day and have nowhere to go? And then the next week they probably figured out, okay, like, I'm going to take up this hobby. I'm going to take this new thing up and I'm going to start working on it. And then they finally get into it and they start loving it. And then right when you're comfortable with that, work starts again. And then you're like, oh, now I don't have time to actually pursue all my dreams. I have to go back to work. (laughs) Hopes and dreams. All my podcasts. (laughs) Well, no, I feel like in general, a lot of people probably felt like that because they were forced to develop some new probably really cool hobbies and now with work starting again now they're probably like well never gonna bake that cake again (laughs) yeah i actually got into yoga that's what i learned during quarantine i learned how to do my headstand and you'll never do it again (laughs) i I actually haven't and i wanted to do a handstand i actually got halfway into it yeah but as soon as work started, like I just didn't have yeah. time and haven't yeah. been able to Well, it's because it's like you have to get used to change again because so yeah. many things changed for us at work where we couldn't even mm-hmm. see as many patients before. We had yeah. to wear masks. We had to figure out how to do exams like that. And it was just a Not lot of change. Fog everything up. Exactly. Yeah. And you had to get <laughs> used to something else again. So yeah, I felt, yeah, I don't know. It was like, I felt maybe more anxious going back mm-hmm. than being in quarantine. So I think I mean, that's the biggest thing that we probably all learned during quarantine because even though Alex still had to work almost every day during quarantine, it's the the ability to adapt. Like I think we all had to do that because even for you, like Alex, what was it like with your clinic when like the day before quarantine started and then the day after quarantine started, like how did things change in your clinic? Because it was really fast. Yeah, it basically, we came in on a, no, it was a Monday, and we saw, like, a couple patients, and then we're like, okay, well, cancel everyone else, and we're done for, we don't know when, and so at that point, we had to grab, like, the backups, because we have um, backups that we keep at the office, and then we keep some with us, and so that if anything ever happens, we have, you know, two sets of backups. So we had to grab the backups. We had to close everything down, make sure everything was like um, secure. And it was just really different, even though we were like, okay, we're going to leave as soon as we can. We didn't leave until like four o'clock still. We stopped seeing patients at nine. 
And so, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty quick. I mean, quick as in, okay, we're done seeing patients, but not quick in the fact that we had to do a lot of the paperwork. Everything. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And make sure that, I mean, my dad for sure wasn't going to come back. And he stayed away for, I think, six weeks total. And then I would, I came in every day and I was doing emergency stuff and book work and that kind of um, things. And I, I also had like our business manager there as well and our biller. They would do one week on and then the other mm-hmm. one would do one week on. So it was only me and one other person in the office basically all the time. But even yeah. being in clinic when it's like you're only seeing emergency cases is so because you're not seeing as many patients as you did before. So you're literally just like waiting around kind of just like, okay, you might not even see a patient all day, right? Like that's how my last week of clinic was. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, I can't, I can't just sit here for eight hours waiting for maybe one or two people to show up. I'd rather just go home at this point. Um, which is what happened, but it was, yeah, I felt like just sitting around all day was harder than seeing more patients or having that schedule set up again. Alex, after quarantine, you guys started your four day work week now, right? Yeah. So, so how's switched, that going then? It's going for me. It's going really well. Um, I'm able to see a lot of people, but it's a long day. I will say that it is a long yeah. day for me. It's what, 10 hours? Yeah, what it's are the what? hours? It's four ten, so we don't have a lunch at all. Oh. So we kind of ten hours straight. Ten hours straight, yeah. So I eat kind of at some In point between. during the day when it's usually my scribe that reminds me. She's like, "You need to eat now." <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause she like, stops the sandwich in your yeah, face. <laughs> basically. Cause she's like, you can't, cause there was the first week we came back from quarantine where we're seeing patients full time. I got lightheaded, almost passed out. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't from doing four tens. It was from have, cause I had a mask on and then I had another mask on and then I had all the yeah. like, stuff on and I just got it was the last patient of the day and I had to explain a lot and I had to stand up. And yeah. it, like I almost passed out. Yeah. But it's, it's not bad. Cause I'm not really much of a person that likes to take a long time for lunch anyway. Cause I feel like it's kind of wasting time when, you got so no when friends. you're, <laughs> oh, sorry. no, well, when you're, it's, <laughs> so I, that it feels like good. a waste of time, I guess for me, if I'm yeah. sitting there for an hour, I feel the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm like, I need a lunch. <laughs> I need it to decompress, to get away from the office, to like watch Big Mouth, an episode of (laughs) I feel like Deepon and Rav would make a contract where it's like, I need a one hour lunch, like 60 full minutes. It's different when you're taking my lunch. You don't like it? I don't like taking a full lunch. No. I feel like the day just goes by longer if I have like one hour. To do nothing. Then I get lazy. Then I get lazy during that one hour. You know what? I used to feel like this where I was in during my rotations and stuff. Some places we were, we had a lunch. Oh, like, yeah. When me and Alex did together too, we had like a 30 minute lunch or was it an hour? It was an hour, I think. No, it was, well, it was whenever you finish your morning patients. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I was even like, Oh, I don't want to waste time for this lunch. I'd rather just get out earlier. But now I'm like, 
no, I'd rather just have a lunch and relax. But then and now you're like scheduled, right? You're working from this time to this time and yeah. like you get to go home at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And my, um, my staff always make sure as I make sure I have a lunch too. They're like, yeah. oh, we won't schedule anyone from here to here. And I'm like, great. All right. See you in an hour. And I'll just like... <laughs> Sometimes like when you have that one hour break, like like sometimes you have to write letters too, and like yeah. charts. So like referral it's letters, that, things like that. Yeah. That's what yeah, I would do at my. I mean, case. during the res. I mean, right now my lunch is anytime I feel like it. But <laughs> during the residency, three quarters of my residency, I spent it in my room eating while typing all of the binocular vision summary reports for like all my patients completing the charts from morning and then prepping the charts for the afternoon. I think only at the end of the program, I started to actually like prep a lot more in in advance in the morning. And then I'd spend my lunch with my co-residents. But I feel like a lot of the times I was just in my room because I was like, what am I going to do watching like a show or staring at a wall, eating my sandwich. Like I need a to lot. like, a lot. that's what I do now. <laughs> that is a life. I mean, I do that now. I stare at a wall now life. while I eat my lunch. I have nothing to do now. So yeah. Or I watch shows when I eat, but. Oh, I was just going to say having that one extra day of the weekend, especially living up here um, is really nice because like this weekend, I just got back from a fishing mm-hmm. trip. Right. And so yeah. I could go fishing. I left Friday. I fished Friday, Saturday, and I came back and now I can actually do my laundry and actually yeah. get ready for the week and yeah. be more relaxed. Three day weekends need to be permanent. I'm not lying. It's just yeah. so, I know so nice I to have a three day weekend, but <laughs> if you work like 10 hours, so if you're working from like eight to six, right. Yeah. Is that your hours, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's doable. Yeah. I guess it's doable. I don't know. I would have to try it out to see. But, but sometimes, yeah. I mean, there's days that I would get out at six. There's days I get out at seven. There's days I get out mm-hmm. at five. It kind of ranges and it really right. depends on who lets me dilate, basically. <laughs> <is what laughs> it, it depends on. If they don't want to be dilated, it goes a lot faster, yeah. which I don't recommend, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if there's a yeah. contact lens follow up at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, it's that like that a quick check. Minutes. Yeah. 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 In Ontario, a lot of companies start doing that in the summer. My sister's company definitely did that. They did um, four days a week, 10 hours, and then you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And people love it. Like they're totally, because even if you come home after 6 p.m., the sun is still out. So you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you've Mm -hmm. wasted your entire day. But if people did that in the winter, I feel like that would just be terrible. Cause like it, it would be nighttime at eight and then nighttime at six yeah. and you already feel like, okay. That's why you got to take that Alaska. Enjoy yeah. the day. Yeah. Alaska is <laughs> nighttime it until 10 a.m. And then it gets dark again at three. So- <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> we have our last question. We should wrap this up because I knew we were going to talk for way too long. So um, this is a really interesting question. So where do you see yourself in one year? So basically in the future, where do you see yourself? I hope I'm not in the same position I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be. <laughs> you like, I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you just won't. finished something big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess in a year's time, I mean, I'm currently, I'm moving back home to Brampton. So in a year's time, I can see myself, I don't know, working somewhere in the GTA, 
hopefully starting to open up my own vision therapy practice. Maybe that's it. Planning. I have no other plans. Planning a wedding. Yeah. That could be <laughs> one. No. I'm an Indian girl dating someone. I should be planning my wedding soon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I, I like working at the clinics I am at right now. Yeah. Um, enjoying myself there. I, I don't know. I feel like in a I, year, I feel like we're all kind of be in the same spot except for yeah. Everett. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel a year, maybe in like five years. Five years. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> still on that brown couch. <laughs> yeah. Still on this, <laughs> still on this couch oh. from the 1980s. You know? <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. Hopefully, still working. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Like, hopefully, just employed. Yeah. Paying off those loans. Have a puppy. That's all I need. That's all I need. Yes. Hopefully my loans are paid off. Yes. Hey, That's a goal. your loans are paid off? No, hopefully. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I, 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 haven't even I was touched. like, wow, I was like, hey, we're going to celebrate. No, I haven't even touched my loans. I'm just staying pay- paying interest right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope in five years we can uh, put yeah, a major loans. dent in our loans. And then, yes, yeah. I will definitely have a dog. Some sort of dog. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'll yeah. say something that'll be like, it won't be even completely close. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a, yeah. a major star in a big movie. I know. Big. Can you imagine? Right. My God, it's like <laughs> her face lit up for that one. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Catch me on. We Netflix. should really. I really want to start taking like um, an improv class. That would be to, like so much fun to do. Yeah. Like, class yeah scary but if you have if you're working with like like if you're vibing off the other person it could be pretty like really good yeah (laughs) that's that's just reminds me of uh michael from the office yeah where he goes to the improv acting classes Which episode? and then yeah his only thing seen is that like he's like shooting everyone oh, yeah. Yeah. no matter what the scene is he just wants to like shoot and kill the other person yeah 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 i think it'd be I harder mean, to do like a comedy like a bomb or something you're all dead yeah yeah, yeah. it'd be hard oh to do like a God. comedic one or something i feel like because you'd feel pressure to feel be funny so I feel like that's the like- only place that I belong, though, is in like a comedy show. We only belong in comedy. Yeah. 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 Can't yeah. Be we do. We can't do. But serious. I feel like improv is good because it makes you, because um, it makes you think on your feet, and when you like yeah. talk to, you could easily talk to uh, any sort of people, anyone you meet easily if you can, if you're really good at it. Um, but it just reminds me of uh, Conan O'Brien too, because he's like yeah. one of the best improv people oh my god his podcast conan o'brien needs a friend is spectacular like it is my favorite favorite podcast ever like just the like him and sonam can just talk for 40 minutes straight and i swear to god i'm sure they have no content ready to go like they talk for so long but it's and it's just like constantly joke after joke and i'm like dude that's what i aspire to be Conan O'Brien. <laughs> I liked his hair when he was on like yeah. the late night stuff and he'd like move his head and go boing and like come back. I mean, and- it's still there. It's <laughs> still it? yeah. there. Yeah. No, I think he's like one of um, the best like improv people because he doesn't have all this yeah. flash on his show. He It's just com- conversation. Like he'll say something or bring something out of someone that's so funny or say a comment back that's 
hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, he's, yeah, he'd be a yeah. good person. Um, I'm up. recently loving like Dave Chappelle, like all his yeah. old comedy. Oh my God. Dave Chappelle <laughs> is like, no one could be as amazing as Dave Chappelle. Know, he's like yeah. on another level yeah. of like comedy. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm watching his, all his old stuff and I'm dying. Where are you finding it? Just on like YouTube? YouTube. Yeah. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Netflix oh, has so his most current one. Yeah. I his new one's pretty good. Mm. But yeah. So that was, I, I think, I think we should cut it off here though. I feel like we've been talking for way too long and it, probably no one's listening to us right now. <laughs> but um, next Wednesday, hopefully we'll have something more educational, some edutainment for you guys to listen to just definitely not this week <laughs> not today i don't think this information helped anybody <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone thanks so much for listening into four eyes if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating to give us feedback on how we're doing you can also check us out on instagram at four eyes optom for more content and look out for new episodes every Wednesday. So until then, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye.